Welcome to Good Good Talks podcast. This is Stephanie Lynn, your host, crazy to say. It's a podcast with just some good talks about good stuff with good people, celebrating life one conversation at a time. And this week we have a conversation with Kirsten Eason, who is a fantastic human being. Um, And just, honestly, I'm just so stoked for her to be on this. She's supposed to be on two weeks ago, the week that um, we didn't have an interview on, um, and that was because the audio was just darn crap, but the audio's good on this one, guys. It's solid. I'm louder than I should be. Like, it's just, it's good. I didn't have to edit anything, and that was amazing. Um, but guys, I just so pray that this conversation is a blessing to you. Kirsten just has just such a soft, um, voice, just such a sweetheart, and, um, she shares what she's doing in her life, where she's at, um, how she's overcome fears and taken um, a step towards boldness, um, and just some good, good, good stuff. And um, I just can't wait for you guys to meet her. So let's just jump on in. Well, okay, let's just start this. And we it. started it with you explaining who you are. <laughs> <laughs> so, my name's Kirsten. I live in Boulder, Colorado for the past, like, over a year, year and three months or something like that. Dang. So, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, I love it here. I live here with my husband, which is relatively new. We've been married. It's really new. It's just not as new as the last time we tried this. <laughs> It's been like three and a half months, so we got married at the end of May, so that's also just crazy to think. It feels like a lot longer, honestly. Like, I feel yeah. like we've been married, I mean, not a really long time, I but mean, longer than three and a half months. Because you always joke that you guys are, like, old people anyway, so... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> nothing's changed. We're now just really an old married couple yeah. instead of, instead of <laughs> pretending a dating. to be one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so his name's Brad. We have a dog. Her name's Lily. She's Wait, a husky. I don't think I knew this. <gasps> you didn't? She's so cute. I feel it's like I've seen Brad's pictures dog, of her. Okay. But now I claim her as mine because we're married. <laughs> yeah. What's his is mine. Exactly. <laughs> she's the best. She's like a, we think she's a husky German shepherd mix or something. She's a little bigger mm-hmm. than a husky, but she looks like one. And she's so sweet and she's very hairy though. She sheds so much. So that's kind of gross. But yeah. She's the best. So that's Lily. Um, what else? <laughs> that's your child that uh, you have right now. Yeah. <laughs> that's our kid because we won't have any for quite a long time. Yeah. So <laughs> Lily will suffice for now. Yeah. Um, I am a nanny to two kids in elementary school. I've done that for just over a year. And Brad and I are in the process of renovating an Airstream into a tiny home. Yes. So that's a fun fact. Which I do want to talk about because I feel like we... You hadn't got the renovations figured out when we first did the first recording. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. so now it's kind of like, okay, now we can talk about that. But then right. also kind of go back a little bit and you explain the process of how you guys found it, too. Not right now, but just in general. You know, when totally. we get to it. Yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> in conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll hopefully move into that in February. Oh so, my gosh, wow. Yeah, that's, I, we'll see. But that's sort of the tentative plan right now. So, okay. Yeah, we're, we live in, outside of Boulder, but we'll get to live in Boulder with that, hopefully, on our church property, and it's going to overlook the mountains, and mm. I'm so stinking excited. 
Oh, wow. So yeah. good. What does Brad do? He is a youth minister at a church. And he's how many years older than you? Just like two? Nope. Six, actually. Twelve. <laughs> Yep, he's six years older, okay. um, which, like, we don't even think about now, but we used to joke about it a lot. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know, I just, I never really thought, I never dated anyone much older than me, and mm-hmm. so when we first started dating, we both were, like, asking our friends, like, what's, what's an okay age difference? Yeah. Like, is six years okay? And it doesn't feel like a thing now at all, but we used to, I used to tease him about like how old he was when yeah. I was like 12 or something. <laughs> well, was it weird for him? Because I always feel like I've always wanted to date people older than me. But then mm-hmm. there's the, I'm always nervous of, no, they probably still see me as like a 13 year old. So there's no yeah. chance. So like, That's just, what does he I'm think sorry. of that? No, no, no. You're right. Um, he's, he was fine with it. I think he was, got, not, that was a poor sentence. <laughs> He was more okay with it quicker than I was. Okay. It threw me off a little. I think I was worried he was going to want to get married and have babies immediately. Yeah. Which is not <laughs> what he wanted at all. Yeah. Um, and he was not in any rush for either of those things, mm-hmm. which was perfect for me. But I think that was my biggest fear of, he was 29 when we met, and so I was 23, mm-hmm. and I was just like, okay, I'm not anywhere near ready to mm-hmm. get married, and is he going to want to like five months get married a few months later and then yeah start having kids <laughs> and yeah exactly luckily he was not in a rush for either of those things we both wanted to date for at least a year mm-hmm. um and so that worked out really well and then like the kids he's just not in any rush for that so I was like okay and so once I got to know him I just realized that if someone had told me and I think the more people I talked to about it the mm-hmm. more I realized so many older married people have at least like a six-year age gap yeah. like I know so many people yeah. and I'm like you, it doesn't matter at a certain point and mm-hmm. Brad and I say like if we had met any sooner we wouldn't have dated just because we would have been in two different mm-hmm. stages of life and it mm-hmm. wouldn't have worked out but because I was out of college for over a year and we just at that point you're kind of on level playing field yeah. like you're both working in a job you're out of school mm-hmm. and you're just looking not that we were looking looking for love <laughs> as soon as I said that I was like that was dumb here it comes <laughs> yeah so but we were just both open to a relationship so we just realized that it really was just a number and it didn't have a huge significance to it so yeah 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 I think I worried about that I was like He's going to think I'm, like, a little child. Yeah. But, he, I mean, he didn't. And there's still, there probably were some things that he was like, this girl. This like, grow up. You're right. You're like, I, I literally know. can't. I can't grow up, okay? You big me. I'm only 23. It's your fault for choosing me. But, yeah, it's, it really, it wasn't a big deal. And I think I expressed that to him. And he was like, that's, yeah. that's not a thing in my mm-hmm. head. And. So it was fine. Mm-hmm. We just <laughs> moved on from it. And yeah. I still tease him every once in a while. Yeah. But So he's 31 yeah. then, right? Yeah, he's 31 now. So, yeah, it's, I don't even think about it anymore. And, like, six yeah. years doesn't feel... Like, when I hear other people say age gaps... Like, I think I have a friend who's dating someone who might be seven. I don't remember. But it's he's. I think he's even older than Brad. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, before, I think I would have been like, whoa, like, yeah. that's old. But yeah. I'm like, oh. 
Well, I have a friend that's already, she's been married almost two years now. Um, and I think there's a nine-year age gap, and she's mm-hmm. two years younger than me. So they got married oh, when yeah. she was 18 or 19. And wow. there was a lot of pushback from family in that, just because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so he was 26 or 27 when they got married. Yeah. And she was ni- 18 or 19, I can't remember. Um, but, like, they're freaking thriving right now. And right. I think it just, I don't know, it just was so, it was hard to see that. And I know it was really hard for her to have so many people push back in that. Because mm-hmm. it's very understandable. You want to be, like, guard the heart of the women. And then also, I don't know. But, yeah, I think some people super, like, she's always been super mature for her age. And, mm-hmm. like, when you look at her, you would have thought she was in her 20s. But, you know. Right, exactly. Yeah, I think what I've learned is there's really no formula for mm-hmm. relationships. Like, whether it's the amount of time that you date or the age gap between you. Like, it's just never a perfect formula. And I just, I think for me, like, what something that was really refreshing with Brad was he knew exactly what he wanted. And mm-hmm. not in, like, a push. And he, like I said before, he wasn't pushy about it. But he knew that he wanted to marry me really early on. Mm-hmm. And I took a little longer to come around and I think that is an example of our age difference like he's just lived longer he's wiser and so he knew what he wanted and Mm -hmm. I hadn't quite figured out exactly what I wanted and so it just took me a little longer to come around but that steadiness and Brad of him just being like I know I want to be with you Mm -hmm. but I'm ready to wait as long as you need to Mm -hmm. figure that out was Mm -hmm. exactly what I needed like just with my story, I needed someone who was steady and I needed mm-hmm. someone who I knew wasn't going to flee, that yeah. he was here for the long haul. And so that I, not that I think Brad would have been like that when he was younger too, but I just do think that having someone a little bit older for me was really, really wonderful. Yeah. So, no, totally. Yeah. No, so good. <laughs> well, what's the next question? I like realized this weekend. <laughs> I am the worst with just quiet um, parts of conversations. Mm-hmm. I I move on super quickly. I don't. I literally don't even. Did you notice that? Like, I didn't even like give a chance for what we just talked about to like sit. <laughs> just was like, well, okay, next one. Because I just right. can't. I don't know. I just get all awkward. Um, I think I, not that I'm perfect at it, because sometimes I do that too, but when I worked um, at Boys Range, yeah. and I was working with kids where there was awkward pauses all the time, so, like I had to lead weekly devotions, and like ha- it, I feel like I'm being generous when I say half the time no one wanted to be there, mm-hmm. and so <laughs> I'm like asking questions, and nothing, yeah. not a single, like no one raises their hand, no one... And I'll call on people and be like, I don't know. And so my boss always said to let it sit for a while mm-hmm. and to just embrace it. Like, it's going to be awkward, but let that question sit and let it be awkward and silent. And someone, because sometimes they're processing it or sometimes it's just needed. And so not that I'm perfect at it, but I got a lot of practice mm-hmm. <laughs> with those devotions. And yeah. It really was helpful for me to just give myself permission to let it be awkward because yeah. I was like, well, this is okay. Like, awkward's yeah. okay. And yeah. it is what it is. Well, so. and I think, too, there's that, like, FaceTiming, because listeners were FaceTiming right now, so there's, like, that, mm-hmm. like, 
we're having a conversation and we're looking at each other, but for some yeah. reason, FaceTime just feels 20 times more awkward to me than <laughs> real coffee date kind of things. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, so, like, when you're on a coffee date, you can kind of look around and yeah. you can grab your coffee and yeah. take a sip, but we're just, like, looking at each other. At each other. <laughs> so I can totally get that. Just waiting for the other person to say something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, that makes so much sense. So maybe... It- you can help me on this here podcast to <laughs> chill out. No, you're totally it's like good. always rushing things. Like, okay, next thing. Um, okay, I love that because see, we would we didn't have any of that in the first recording, so I was actually really nervous that. I think I mentioned this. I have no idea what I said to you in that video because we both said we never read, like, listen back to our videos. But I had first um, done, like, a voice text. And you know how sometimes it just stops randomly in the middle of it and just doesn't? So I was, like, going gung-ho, had all these things to say, and then I didn't Uh didn't realize it had stopped. I was like, gosh darn it. Now I don't even know what I said. Um, So I couldn't, I I didn't remember what I said and what I didn't. In the actual video, but one of the things was, like, I wanted to, I didn't want to, like, say our first conversation wasn't good, because it mm-hmm. so was good, so that was hard to, like, kind of just give up and let that just be done, right. but then also I didn't want to force something that wasn't there and then not have it be, like, a genuine, more, like, flowy conversation as yeah. most are, so mm-hmm. all to say and like, thankful that it new things have come up that it's not right. like can you like say what you said last time you know just repeat it all the same thing you gotta remember right. what you said no you're you're totally good I wasn't worried about it all I okay. wasn't worried or like thinking oh does Stephanie not think it was good like, yeah it was actually good, horrible so. <laughs> absolutely horrible <laughs> um if it was no. it's okay but no. no I didn't think that at all no I just you should have seen me I was just like so incredibly frustrated at the audio I couldn't get it figured out and I just was like I'm a few months into this I should have this figured out this shouldn't be um but I think it was more I was rushing it and Mm -hmm. it wasn't I didn't give it the time that it needed anyway so yeah I just wanted it to be yeah so this is good I'm thankful for another conversation (laughs) altogether for sure (laughs) um okay uh uh man just so much um what's the next question do you know my next question isn't it how we met it is how we met (laughs) i got you girl thanks thank you (laughs) no problem how did we meet fun fact for everyone we haven't ever actually met in person no so that's crazy but we we basically i mean we've met I feel like we've met, so we'll tell that story. Yeah. But we... Okay, let me start that over. I lost my train of thought. (laughs) (laughs) So, my side of the story is that Stephanie followed me on Instagram, and I don't remember exactly when. I think we decided it was when I was at school, right? Yeah, yeah, because the guy I dated went to the same school as she did. Yes. Um, So... I followed her because I thought she looked fun and cool, and she was one of the friends of another girl that I had met. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, and then you just, I guess I just liked enough of your things to spark interest. <laughs> yeah. And so I sound like such a brat when I say this, but when I was in college, for some reason, I was really big on 
I'm only going to follow people that I know yeah. and I'm friends with. Yeah. And I don't know where that idea came into my mind. Yeah. I don't know why I had that thought process, but I was just like really stuck to it. So I, I think I had figured out that you were Ethan's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't remember. But I didn't really know Ethan, and so it didn't, like, super stick in my mind because he wasn't one of my close friends or anything. Yeah. And so I think I was just honored and was like, that's cool. I'm not going to find it back because I don't know her. (laughs) And so (laughs) um, you would randomly like my things, and I remember I would always – it would spark my interest because I'm like, who's Gwen Lynn? Yeah. So I would click on you every time and be like, oh, yeah. And so then I'd be like – I feel like I literally do that at least, like, once or twice a day of, like (laughs) – who is this person or slash why am I following this person? Like, Oh, that one time I like, I liked this photo, which then le- led me to like this photo. And then, you know, there's like, this like, social media turn. is a slippery slope. Literally. Going. <laughs> oh, it is. It is. Oh man. Oh, so basically that happened. And then I think it was just last summer when I first moved to Colorado, you like something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who is Gwen Lynn? And then I looked, and then I just started stalking you, and I was like, wow, she seems so cool, and she's, like, her Instagram's just really encouraging, and I was, like, way over this, only follow people that I know. Like, over it. Yeah, I'm like, I don't care, she follows me, and I think I'd be really encouraged by what she posts, so I followed you. And then, Stephanie posted something about this writing a book class. Yeah, class writing intensive thing. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I still haven't watched that. I need to watch it, and I'm going to. Dude. It was just a crazy year. It's okay. I seriously still have, like, two things on my computer that I'm looking at right now that I need to go back through for it. And they've been sitting on my desktop. I see them every (laughs) time I open my computer. That's funny. Nothing. Oh, man. Well, she posted it, and I was like, I want to write a book someday. And so I just messaged her. I was like, what is that? Like, I want to know what that is, and I want to do it. And so she was so kind and sent me her free replay. And so it just started talking from there. Like, we were thinking about writing a book together for a while, which yeah. has been kind of put on the back burner. But but now we both have podcasts. So it's yeah, <laughs> exactly. So now we both podcast, and we just sort of stayed in touch. We just FaceTimed one time randomly. I don't yeah. know. I think we... I either found something out about your story. I think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. You must have shared a piece of your story or you blogged about it or something. Yeah. And I reached out to you. I was like, we have some similarities and mm-hmm. just wanted to encourage you and blah, blah. So we started talking and then we decided to FaceTime. Mm-hmm. And then here The rest we are. is history. <laughs> <laughs> Can you exactly. believe it's almost been a year since the book or the writing intensive no that's crazy and i you just posted about that or talked about it today wait no it was in your chip chats you talked about Uh, it yeah with hannah brencher and Mm -hmm. now i follow hannah brencher on instagram and i was just wondering that the other day because she posted something about a writing intensive and i was Mm -hmm. like i wonder if that's the one stephanie did yeah and it was yeah it's the same one um it's always funny because i think it was last week or someone one of my friends was saying I always enter those Instagram giveaways and I never win anything Mm -hmm. and I always think of that writing instance because that's how I got into it was I just like won something on hers yeah um because I never would have paid $300 to sit in something I mean unless like I really felt the Lord say like this is it but it was more just kind of like 
oh, well, I love entering giveaways, and I love her, and I'd love to do it, so yeah. we'll see what happens. Um, and I don't know, like, I saw how you did your giveaway thing, which we need to make sure we talk about your podcast on here. Um, okay. But I don't know how people that have more followers and more, like, entries do that kind of stuff, but, mm-hmm. yeah, I was picked, and I was like, sweet. Yeah, so now my book is all full of, like, podcast stuff and um, all that jazz, which is kind of, like, exciting. Because right now, the idea of writing a book, like, I just, honestly, this is, like, such a side tangent, but it it will come back, I promise. Um, I met with a friend for coffee last week, and she kind of told me this thing of, like, she set, let me see if I can give you, like, a picture in this small little (laughs) blurb that we have of FaceTime. Perfect. (laughs) Okay, so let's say, like, this is, like, the big dream goal that the Lord puts on your heart. Mm -hmm. And so you start going after it. Um, And he gives you that one thing to, like, keep your eyes kind of on and kind of keep your heart going in that direction. And then slowly Mm -hmm. but surely, you may not go towards it at all, but you wouldn't have hit all the things that you hit in the process if you weren't going towards that one thing. So, like, this honestly just came to my mind of writing a book I never would have done the podcast. I would have never, like, more had, like, had a friendship with you. Different things of, I never would have done this, this, and this if I hadn't thought I was going to write a book. And right now, I can say I probably will not write a book. (laughs) I mean, there's, like, I could maybe write, like, miniature things. But, like, just that, like, all those words kind of sound crazy to me right now on top of all my other things. So, um, but just thinking of how I never would have gotten here and... Mm -hmm wanted to do that without, like, setting my eyes on, like, the bigger, I don't know, idea or dream or whatever, so. Yeah, no, I love that so much, and even, who knows what'll happen in the future, like, the Mm -hmm. Lord might have planted that seed now for Mm -hmm. 30 years down the road, and even if he didn't, like you said, there's so many things that come from pursuing that dream, and Mm -hmm. sometimes he redirects us a little bit, but who Mm -hmm. knows why that seed was planted, and who knows what'll come of that, even from this point on like I'm yeah. sure there's still plenty more that will come from that dream yeah no so I loved it when she she literally like sat cleared the table and like sat these two <laughs> things down her keys was one thing her wallet was the other thing so oh, yeah that's so, fun. so um <laughs> yeah I'll just say that's how we met yeah is there yeah. anything else to that I can't I don't really I don't, I don't know. think so other think than the fact that we both agree that we would be fantastic friends if we were in the same place. <laughs> I know. It kind of makes me sad every time we FaceTime. It's I know. like, dang it, Stephanie. Well, here's the thing. Friends. Is I have a week off for Thanksgiving. Are you staying in the Boulder area for Thanksgiving? So, I have to work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay. And then Brad and I are, are going to be going to his family's side. Okay. Which, weird thing about marriage, you got to start. Flip, yeah, like... Chain, yeah, whatever it so is. So weird. But, yeah, so we're, I don't, we don't have our plan yet. My guess is we'll fly out Wednesday, late Wednesday night or mm-hmm. early Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. But I do know that I have to work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay. Well, then, uh, that was the only thing with talking about coming to visit you in, just in general. Then I thought, mm-hmm. well, I know Thanksgiving is, like, crazy just for a bunch of people. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we need to get a trip for me to come out there. Yes, that'd be amazing. And someday, I have no time to take off right now for a while. But That's okay, I don't either. It would more just be like a, well, flying out a Friday night, flying back 
Monday morning kind of thing. Yeah, like it would just perfect. be a quick thing because I don't have days to take off either. Right. <laughs> Well, it's perfect. Oh, the wonderful things of being an adult. You can't. Uh, adulting's hard. Uh, it's so difficult. Literally. I have all the stuff I need to do with the, my car, getting a new one, and all this stuff. Oh, uh, you have to get a new car? I don't need to. It's just, um, if the California DMV is listening to my podcast, they will know that I've been living here technically illegally for the last year with not having my car registered in California. Well, Slash... They is literally, it your car? yeah, it's my dad's, but he just put the title in my name like oh. this week. So technically, gotcha. it's, yeah. So technically, technically, <laughs> I couldn't have done it this whole time. I just, yeah, that's another thing that I think is like feeding into my anxiety of like, ugh, all these things I need to get done. Yeah, and California has the stupid smog check, and I haven't done that. <laughs> so, um,. I literally just got to one point on one day, I was like, screw it. I'm going back to my parents, and I'm just living in their basement. <laughs> I'm done with this. It's too hard. Literally. Um, literally. It makes me feel better. I still don't have a Colorado license. so I appreciate that. If I, It just got to a point where I moved here, and I waited a while, and then I knew we were going to be getting married in the next year, and I was yeah. like, oh, I don't want to get do two it. licenses in one year, and then... We got married, and then I, the whole summer, I was like, changing my name sounds like so much work, and so I keep putting it off, and I'm not going to get a new license until I change my name. So here there we are. There you go. That's, that's true. That's my yeah, thing, too, is like, alone. I'm not going to be at this address in California forever, mm-hmm. so I'm going to get this address on there, and then what? I'm going to move in nine months, and then whatever. But technically, yep. if you transfer or sell your car, you have to tell the DMV in five days. Like, what? And then... I never do anything with cars on time. I'm, I get so lucky. I don't think anybody I does. The rules. I know. I don't, like... Honestly, there's, like, the Lord has put a bubble around my van. Like, there's been <laughs> so many things I should have gotten in wrecks, like, many times just just by other people and me being stupid and things like that. Yeah. Um, Like, literally, the van is so much wider and turns wider than I ever remember. Every single time right. I get in it, it's, like, a new thing. <laughs> What's your um, name again? Barb or Barb. something like that? Yeah. Yes, I'm so impressed that I knew that. Yeah. I don't know how I knew that. I feel kind of weird, but that's like Probably okay. from my Insta. Oh, true. <laughs> I talk Good about, I've been, I've been trying to own her, like, and love her, you know? I just feel yeah. like, I've just hated her for so long, I just feel like it's not been very nice, so I need to it's just time to embrace be her nice to her. all she is. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then they said, if you live here within 10 days of your residency in California, you need to have a driver's license. I was like, oh. that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my entire yeah, life. That's crazy. They clearly never moved a new state because you have better things to do in the first you 10 days. Clearly, <laughs> you clearly have never moved anywhere. Ever. <laughs> Who made in these Texas rules? and Colorado, you have 90 days. Okay. So that's good. But I extended that 90 days to, mm, <laughs> like, 16 months. So, <laughs> plus who knows how long. So hopefully there's no cops listening right now. Yeah, seriously. I do Don't have a meeting tomorrow, or an um, appointment at the DMV tomorrow morning. So I'm getting that done. I think, like, go. Ugh, all these things. Um... Yeah, but the, so that's the test I was taking before we FaceTime. I was going to ask that. <laughs> going to take the test. One of the things is like writing, uh, if you're writing too close bumper to bumper, like what's the problem? And I thought one of the things said that it was illegal, but it said it was like a trick question. But it literally, the answer was 
because it could make people frustrated and people could get really angry. And I was like, that's not a fact. So this cannot be on the freaking thing. You should pull them up and be like, excuse me, this is a matter of opinion. I beg to differ. Excuse me. Excuse me. (laughs) I failed a driver's ed quiz once. It was the one over signs. Like, it just had the shape of the sign and the color. I was 15. I'm not even sure I'd stepped in a vehicle. Yeah. Why would I know any of these signs? Literally, I think I've just started to learn reading highway signs within the last year. I'm not joking. Right. Like, and the signs have words on that. Like, that was my <laughs> biggest thing is like, if I see that sign, I'm going to know. Life, it has a word. Like, yeah. I can read. I just don't know what it, like, everyone was making fun of me. I was like, this is legitimate, you guys. Yeah. Like, the words are on here. I can read it when it's there, but I don't pay attention to the shape when yeah. I'm looking at, yeah. uh, like pedestrians. Yeah, as a I know. Year old. <laughs> uh, oh my my God. mom was so like annoyed with me. She's like, "You failed the driver's side." <laughs> yes, I'm like, "Yes, mom, leave me alone." <laughs> leave me alone. I was pretty sure I didn't pass it. I don't know how I didn't, but all right. My yeah. actual test, I should have failed. I pulled out in front of two cars. <laughs> I don't know how I passed. And he told me he's like, "You just pulled out in front of a car." And, and you're I was like, like oh. oh, I'm sorry. And then another one, he's like, you just pulled out from another car. I was like, oh my gosh. And I got my license. What were they doing? I'm trying to kill every yeah, yeah. person on the road. <laughs> Nine years later, you're like, people, I still don't yeah. understand how. Oh my gosh. Scary. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, oh my word. My. I never <laughs> want to go back to those days, ever. They were so stressful. But then getting your driver's license, you do, because... <laughs> <laughs> You just don't realize how states have different rules, too. I know. It's stupid. Yeah. Let's just get one standard rule, people. Come on, people. The federal Why government has a state go- licensed, like, um, what are they called? Driver's license. <laughs> Why do we need state ones? Like, we just... All like, around. Standard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, too good. Well, maybe they would ask me my opinion. Yeah. We could get things settled here. I really think that there's a lot of things that we could fix. Yeah. If they just listen to our podcast. <laughs> They're going to give us a ticket, but then we'll have a lot of really good suggestions. Yeah. Them, so. <laughs> but then they can bring us in and, oh my gosh, <laughs> literally I could go forever on that topic. Um, okay. <laughs> on to the next thing. The next thing is what are you celebrating right now? Yes, that's what it is. Yes, that is. Um... Well, we just got done having some receptions for our yes. wedding. So even though it was three and a half months ago, we were kind of celebrating it again. So mm-hmm. that's tiring, but fun. <laughs> the first word. <laughs> the first word's tiring. <laughs> but also fun. Um, glad it's done as well. But yeah. we're celebrating that. Um, but I'd say more so, I have a podcast, which I've had for yes. a little bit now. The first time we did this, I just started it. So it was very yeah, fresh. I guess you hadn't had any interviews yet right yeah I don't think so okay so celebrating adulting what's that that's the name of it yes and yeah it's been really hard but just trying to I think having a mindset of celebrating has been helpful to Mm -hmm. just enjoy the pieces of it that I love and to be gracious with myself with the things that are hard and Mm -hmm. so if I can just focus on the joyful part of it, then that's been so helpful. So definitely celebrating 
that and celebrating the small things, I can set myself up for these big goals and dreams. And then when I don't hit them, I get disappointed and yeah, I just get frustrated. But I think just being able to celebrate those little victories within the podcast too has been so helpful. Yeah. Oh, totally. Um, I listened to Becca's this week and I loved it. Oh my gosh. She's a rock star. I was really It was so it. I was like, funny. <laughs> Whenever, um, I think I had screenshotted it and sent it to her and literally said, like, please be my life coach. And then not even like two seconds later in the actual podcast, you said to her, please be my life coach. <laughs> I seriously want to take her up on it. I want to know. Get started now. So I know. I think, honestly, it's so cool to. I mean, and you've known her through all of her seasons of. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I, so I've only known her just within half of her season in California, not even really. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but I just was thankful that we had never really gotten together one-on-one except for like, honestly, like three weeks before she moved. Yeah. Um, and she had known me well and we talked a lot, but, um, it wasn't until then that I like had heard her and Reese's story and just like known mm-hmm. some things that they had, um, worked there as a couple and just how they got to California in general and so just knowing all of that and then seeing how the Lord has placed them and what she's dreaming about now is just super cool oh my goodness I just got to see them for my friend Molly's wedding yeah and I still just want to weep when I see her recently see together because it's just a beautiful story of redemption yeah and his faithfulness is written all over the Ten Higgins. Mm-hmm. And so I'd still, like, I, yeah, I'd seen it before, like, parts in the middle. I was living so far away, so I didn't get to see much of that. But, and just, like, watching them, still from afar, but what the Lord's been doing, I'm like, oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. thank you, Jesus, for your restoration yeah. in all of our lives, but specifically in theirs, because they're just so dear. And mm. so, yeah, it's so cool to watch how the Lord is just using all of that and spurring up these new dreams within them so it's yeah. really cool to hear about those for yeah. sure um do you want to give a little like spiel of what your podcast is because I could but you'll do it way much way better <laughs> sure so it's called adulting what's that because who knows what the heck we're doing anyway and so that's just sort of the gist of it, it do you feel like it's hard to, to say adulting what's that without the end of it I do <laughs> Just because I think it sounds, I don't know, like it's a question, yeah. but it's a title, so you don't usually say titles as a question, so mm-hmm. you're like, adulting, what's that? And so <laughs> if, I, if I say it all together, then I feel like it just gives a little more context yeah. to the title. No, I love and it. I just was thinking, I wonder if it like just rolls off the tongue it, now. It does, yeah. And I feel a little... Um, cheesy when I say it like that but I just embrace it so. yeah I know I'm like good good talks <laughs> it's so funny to be a host of something like oh. it's just a, a weird seat to sit in for it sure. really is <laughs> but it's basically just me interviewing other people and asking them questions about their journey as an adult and so so far I've had all people that are older than me but Stephanie is actually my next guest, which I'm super excited for. So it'll just be people in in their 20s, past their 20s. And I ask them a couple like core questions of what are you dreaming up? What's um, 
Oh man, I can't even think of the questions right now. How That's my favorite like, one. Where are you dreaming of? I know, I love that one too. Um, like, has there ever been a moment you felt stuck, and then how did you get oh. unstuck? Yeah. Yep, that's, those, I would say those are the two main ones. The rest of them sort of vary. Mm-hmm. I have a couple that I ask every person, but I don't use all of those. So those are the mm-hmm. main ones. And so it kind of just came from the season where I feel stuck, and I wanted to just hear from other people how they have navigated this season of life, and it sort of evolved into this idea of a podcast so I can share mm-hmm. that with other people that may also feel stuck or just feel like they're in this awkward stage of adulthood where you kind of know what you're doing but you actually don't really know what you're doing (laughs) you don't like it all (laughs) like I just think about how I I don't know and I think we all have our ups and downs but it's just kind of like in our interview I was in like a super really good place and felt like I had all my shows figured out and here I am sitting here like (laughs) A hot freaking mess. <laughs> right? No, it's how I feel like that uh, so often. Literally, just the back and forth. You just don't. Yeah. Uh, I should never say to the Lord, I think I have everything together. Because then that's when it all comes crashing down. <laughs> oh, no, I regret. I regret. <laughs> I take it back. Oh, take it I back. know. Sometimes I, I've been wrestling a lot with the Lord lately of do I really trust you, God? And um, the answer is probably no. Like, I want it to be yes, but I think it's no. And there's that same type of feeling of if I surrender and trust you with every aspect of my life, Mm -hmm. I have this fear (laughs) that everything's going to crumble at that point so I can rely on him. And so I think that's – I had that same feeling of I don't want to – say I trust you because then I'm afraid what's going to happen after that. And that's not really how the Lord functions. Like, he doesn't rip things from us once we turn Mm -hmm. to him. He's not a manipulative God, Mm -hmm. but there's a piece of me that thinks that, I think. And, um, yeah, so I I feel that, too. I just, (laughs) sometimes I'm afraid to say a lot to the Lord because I'm like, oh, no, I don't know what's going to happen with that. Oh, my gosh. I I have to remind myself. And, I'm not doing a very good job of it lately, but remind myself that he is good and he's not, like, he's a good father. And Mm -hmm. if my dad, like, my earthly dad wants good for me and wants to give me good things, then Mm -hmm. how much more would my heavenly dad want to do the same thing? And I don't, I don't know that I fully believe that, like, in my, I know it in my head, but I don't believe it in my heart. And I think, like... That's such a fantastic perspective because I felt that I've thought that way before too of just like mm-hmm. the earthly dad and heavenly father of, but I haven't thought about that in a really long time and that's mm-hmm. that's super good <laughs> to remember. That's really yeah. all I have to say to it of just like, yeah, I needed to hear that too because, yeah. yeah, even if I know there's so many people that have broken families and can't like look to that, but like just mm-hmm. thinking of just the people around you, how the people that love you and care for you want the best for you. Mm -hmm. And like the Lord is just so incomparable to them in good ways of, Mm -hmm. so if they want the best, then how does that even like, you can never say that the Lord doesn't want the best for you. Yeah. Oh man, that's good. Yeah. It's a hard one to believe sometimes, but. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is super random, but do you have siblings? I don't, know. That's another fact about me. Okay. I'm the child. Okay. 
I felt like he did it. But then I also was like, maybe I just missed it in a conversation, but okay. <laughs> nope, you're right. No siblings. No siblings. And your parents are still back in Illinois? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Most of my family's in the Midwest. Okay. I'm trying to think. It's like Illinois. Just my parents live in Illinois, and then I have a ton of relatives in Wisconsin, which is where both my parents grew up, and then okay. some scattered in, like, Minnesota, Iowa. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, I get ya. um okay so the podcast you're celebrating um also like super not super side note but whenever um whenever anybody wants to do anything I just want to like support them wholeheartedly and like join them in it and so Mm -hmm. there was one day that Kirsten literally called me and just was like um so I think I want to do a podcast and I really just kind of need to like (laughs) process it with you um and like you guys know that we don't live near each other whatsoever. I think we, like, had FaceTime maybe once, and then we had yeah. done a few videos back and forth, because if mm. you're friends with me, you know that, like, I just send videos to you. I don't text <laughs> you. Um, and and I felt like it had kind of, like, died down. Like, you, had, you were going into your wedding season and, like, all mm. those things. So she literally calls me randomly. And so whenever you decided that, I had kind of already kind of started up my podcast a little bit like I had the name I had the like the the gut of it kind of thing um and was just ready to like say okay Kirsten you like you join you join me in it kind of thing Mm -hmm. um and I just had like this I freaked out that I said your name wrong (laughs) right now yeah because Kirsten and Kristen sound the same exact thing in my head and so I thought I said the wrong one and I was like "Uh." and then I just kept talking that's so funny so if you notice that random that was it (laughs) going through my head um but I just was like so ready to take you on and just say okay you can do this with me and I'm I'm really thankful that you were like strong in your no I like I not that you, not that I said to you, like, you have to join me, like, let's do this, and you had yeah. to, like, turn me away, but I'm thankful that you had your own, like, calling to it in a way of, mm-hmm. um, in your own dream and mindset, because I think we could have done one together and it would have been really fun, but I also yeah. think that yours just brings such a totally different, um, life to other people's, um, lives <laughs> like with what they're going through of like yeah, no, just uh having I don't know and I love that because um I I just I kind of I think about it sometimes of like if we would have joined together it would have been awesome but then mm-hmm. we wouldn't have yours and then there wouldn't be mine either of like yeah. just two super fantastic ideas mm-hmm. um in ways of having conversation but I I just love the way that yours goes and what it's focusing on um and how it's just like given up encouraged me and Hmm. all that so well thanks and yeah I think you're right that we just have two different missions for it I guess and they're both so good and it could have been really great together but I think that we we just would have lost something if they were together and I like that we get to journey alongside each other with it but it's still our own thing just because we had slightly different visions for it and that's so good that we there's yeah it just gives more 
to the podcasting world. Not that I have totally. a lot to give. <laughs> to Neither <it>. do I. <laughs> I think that there's something to be said that we just had two different visions and they're both great and they both are encouraging, mm-hmm. but in specific different ways, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. I think yeah. I just pretty much reset all that you said, but all that to say, I agree. But it's okay because you're a different voice. <laughs> Um, my friend Allie, which, it's not my friend Allie, lives here in California, another one texts me, she's like, I think she had just listened to you, yeah, she'd listened to you and Becca's, mm-hmm. um, and she was like, I'm really interested to, um, hear you and Kirsten's podcast, and I don't know, let me read Becca, because I'm, like, trying to remember what she said specifically, and it's not coming to mind, um, but, what did she say? Where are you at? Okay. Um, she's like, yeah, you and Kristen talking to each other is going to be fun to hear because y'all talk very similarly. And I was like, I wonder if it will get confusing. She's like, no, you have different voices. You just say things the same. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) That's interesting because someone else, actually a couple people I think told us that we have similar voices. Yeah. Yeah. My friend Morgan, whenever I had first like listen to your like little intro and put it on my insta story she was like i thought yeah. that was you for a hot second so <laughs> that's so funny and then jesse artique said the same thing she oh like, yes i forgot she's like you sound like stephanie i was like really that's cool we're just meant to be <laughs> we are oh my goodness <laughs> so good i guess that maybe it's good that we're not hosting one together because then people yeah, will be like who's talking <laughs> <laughs> the one that's married or the one i'm just confused <laughs> Oh man. oh man, too good. I'm so honored that Allie's listening to it. That's so oh my gosh. encouraging. Yeah. I think it's just, it's mind-blowing sometimes to think, oh, there aren't just one and a half people listening. Like, there's more than one person. Right. Like, people other than my mom. Yeah. Listening to this. Literally, my, but my mom hadn't even listened to mine until, like, a month and a half after it aired. She's still catching up. Oh, that's so funny. She's like, it's like my dad's new walk. He like goes for a walk and listens to my podcast. Oh my god, it's so cute. And he's always like, they just keep getting better, Christian. I'm like, that's really kind, Dad. But you're my dad, and so it doesn't hold like a ton of weight yeah. on me because you would think that even if it was awful. But yeah, I really appreciate. It. Love that. Love that. My mom was like. <laughs> My favorite was the number seven. And I was like, what one was that? I was like, was that a chip chat? Um, she's like, yeah. Or no, she's like, no, that was your interview with you and your brother. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> of course. That's so sweet. But it makes sense because we did it at, when I was home in June. Right. And we did it when, like, I kept in the times that my dad opened the door and was like, what are you guys doing? You know, or yeah. like literally wouldn't talk. And then my dad, my dogs would walk in and out. So she's like, I just felt like I was right there with you. <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah, she's awesome. So, but it's also, I think, weirder for me to know people, more just like my family of, I love that they support me, but some things like this are just so incredibly separate from what, I don't know, like I'm a daughter and I know that they know I love different things and, but just having like the world of podcast enter into the world of my family and I don't know, it's just such a weird thing to me. I don't know if Mm -hmm. any of that made sense, but... Yeah, um. I don't know if this is exactly what you mean, but I feel like sometimes it's hard for me to 
I guess it'd be better to say it's easy for me to say things to a group of people I don't know. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I don't know who's listening. And that's a yes. lot easier for me to speak to that audience than my mom mm-hmm. and my husband and my best friends from college who know yes. me in and out. Like, I was terrified for my best friends to listen to it. I don't even know if they have. I think they've listened to some. Yeah. But I was like, they're going to think I'm a fool. Like, yeah. they probably think I sound ridiculous right now. And oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm sure they don't. But I think there's just something even more vulnerable about the people you know and Mm -hmm. who know you really well to listen to what you have to say. No, that's so true. Because honestly, Allie from California, Allie has, I doubt she's listened to all because she literally has like no time in her life. And I'm totally okay with it because I feel like she would just be like, Stephanie, you're like the most ridiculous person. I know I am. (laughs) Why I'm so confused people listen to me. I know. I also, do you ever, are you someone that like sits on things that you like remember and not necessarily regret, but kind of like punch yourself of like, why did I say that? Like, do you sit on things or do you easily let things go? No, I sit on them and I analyze it and I decide how the other person interpret it, which I usually don't, but I like know in my head, I'm like, they're so offended by what I just said or they thought that was so dumb. Oh my gosh, literally, I think that all the time. Or there's things like, I just don't, I just don't sometimes just don't let things go through my filter, and so I just, out they go, and um, so those are things I sit on the most. So I can't even think of a situation like that, but I know for a fact I do that often. I'm like, why did I open my mouth? I know, literally, there's so many times when I... Just think, it'd be better if the Lord gave me no voice right now. <laughs> Just take my voice away. Anytime I'm going to say something stupid. Oh, um, for sure. <laughs> okay, also, it's almost 9 o'clock your time, so I want you to be able to get to bed. Um, so let's get to the my favorite question of all time. Words of wisdom nuggets, which honestly, I can't remember what you said last time. Because I think I got so frustrated by the audio, I was like, screw this! <laughs> Honestly, it's okay, because this is the part that I... Actually, the, our whole interview last time, and mm-hmm. maybe I'm doing it just as much, but I really felt like I was babbling a lot, mm. and so I was okay with us redoing it. So I was like, I can... I'm probably Redo. still babbling, but no. I was like, I can be more concise and not so chatty. No. I think so. I've talked more than you on this, and I'm interviewing you. <laughs> No, I don't think so. I don't think that's true. But nuggets of wisdom, it's probably similar to what I said last time. Okay. But go. I think that the main things that I'm learning right now is just the idea. And I think they're all intertwined a little bit. But to be bold and to Mm. not let fear get in the way. Because Mm -hmm. I'm such a fearful person and I hate that I'm fearful. Like, this is how fearful I am. That... When we were waiting in the airport yesterday, I feel stupid even saying this, but I'm just going to say it to show the extent of my fear. Brad mentioned that he had like a little like knot kind of in his head and Mm -hmm. it was hurting him. And I instantly went to aneurysm Mm -hmm. and he said it was external. And I was like, he doesn't know, like he might be having an aneurysm right now. I don't even know what it feels like to have an aneurysm. I've never known anyone to have an aneurysm. That's just what he was having. (laughs) That's where my brain went, and I started crying in the airport because I was so afraid. And it was so dumb (laughs) because 
he was like, Kristen, it's the muscle. Like, it's not an, it, my brain. And I didn't even tell him. I didn't even vocalize because I knew how dumb it sounded. But I was yeah. like, maybe it's something serious. And we're yeah. about to get on a plane. And, like, what are you going to do if we're on the plane and you are having something? I kept saying, some, like, something like having something serious. But yeah. I had, like, what are you going to do if we're on the plane and you're having a brain aneurysm? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. not okay. And so I'm, like, trying to hold it together because I'm, like, you're so dumb, Kirsten. Like, stop crying. But that's the extent of my fear. Uh. And so, and I hate it and it's so frustrating. And so I think what I'm trying to learn is that I can't keep the fear from coming, mm. but I can choose how I respond to yeah. that fear. And so my thing that I really, and that's sort of how my podcast was born and just a few other things were just, I'm afraid that this is going to fail or that this is going to make me look dumb, mm-hmm. but I'm going to choose not to act out of that fear. And I'm going to choose to step forward towards trust and away from fear instead. And so it's not necessarily that we can make the fear go away and, I don't think that God expects us to be fearless and to have no fears, but he asks us to trust and to not respond or not to act out of that fear. And so I think that I've probably missed out on a lot in my life of fear of failing and fear of man and what they think, like what other people think about me if I do a certain thing. Mm -hmm. And so I really am trying to be intentional about when those fears come up to acknowledge them, but then to not let them take root in me and to choose to step towards trust instead. And Mm -hmm. I think that that having a spirit of boldness helps us to do that. And I think the more we do it, the bolder we get. And I'm realizing about myself that when I am believing what God says about me and what God says about himself, then I am bold and I act boldly and mm-hmm. I do bold things like yeah. start a podcast and um, ask one of my favorite podcasters to be on my podcast. Like I just do crazy things mm-hmm. that like timid Kirsten wouldn't do. And mm-hmm. so I think that giving ourselves permission to be bold and put ourselves out there is really scary, mm-hmm. but some really great opportunities come out of that. And yeah. so I think that, it's worth the risk to be bold. And sometimes I have to run it through the filter of whether it's fear or just whether or not to be bold to ask myself, what's the worst thing that can happen to this? And so whether it's like a fear of what if Brad dies of a brain aneurysm, which Mm -hmm. is so dark. And I know that, and I hate that that's where my brain goes, Mm -hmm. but I fear those things. And so the worst thing is that would be awful. It would be tragic I would be devastated, mm-hmm. but ultimately the Lord would sustain me yeah. and he would still be good even yeah. in that. Yeah. And it would suck and it, I would grieve and I would mourn and I would never be over it because mm-hmm. the, a death, you just don't get over a death, mm-hmm. but the Lord would sustain me. Mm-hmm. Or, okay, so what if I start a podcast and not a single person ever listens to it? Well, I'm going to have some great conversation with people yeah. and I'm going to learn how to do a podcast and I'll enjoy, I love talking with people. So I'm going to really find joy in chatting with people that I look up to. And so Mm -hmm. I think just running and that's, that doesn't make like that rejection would still sting a little bit of like, Oh, I just spent 10 hours editing this podcast and no one listened to it. Like that's That's unfortunate. (laughs) (laughs) But ultimately it doesn't change who I am. It doesn't yeah. change that I'm enough and that um, 
that I'm a child of God ultimately and that sounds yeah. a little cliche but really it doesn't and that's no. where our identity is found and so I think those are my two main things are when fear creeps in because it will no mm-hmm. matter if you're as fearful as a person of me or just whatever your fears are yeah. it'll creep in to take a step towards trust and away from fear and to choose to be bold when mm-hmm. the opportunities come about because I think that the benefits of being bold far outweigh the uh, cons of it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no I love that especially like just the choice in in fear of um I mean you guys won't hear the conversation I had with Kirsten before this because it was a little bit more vulnerable than like I'm ready to share just yet um but like right before we had our conversation I had like a miniature miniature panic attack and um hadn't had one of those in like couldn't tell you how long probably a year and a half almost two years so um and just talking about choosing to um I mean I know and I think both of us could speak to this of like there's a difference between um, just having, like, an anxious moment and then, like, being chemically unbalanced and needing to get help and taking those steps. But I think even with taking those steps um, when uh, being... When it's not just an anxious moment, but more than that, there's still that choice in, like, okay, like, where am I going to go in this? And I think this, for the first time, honestly... I had to, usually I choose to sit in the grossness because, like, that's usually what I feel you should do. But in this moment, I just, I realized, like, after I kind of got through it, I was like, I can't, I have to choose not to think about it because I, I'm very good at, like, trying to analyze things and make things better and figure out where this hurt is coming from. But I had to choose, okay, like, I can't think about this right now. Like, this sucks, and I know it sucks, but right now... I can't because um, if I don't, then it's just going to be another downward spiral kind of thing. So Right, exactly. I just, I love that. Especially, like, the being the bold part, too. I mean, I don't even, I barely, I think there's things that I know about you, but even that, I can, I can see that in you in, just within the last year that I've known you of, mm-hmm. um, I think anxiety was, like, really part of your story still a little bit more a part of your story when we first started um yeah. talking and Absolutely. I remember just kind of processing that with you and like mm-hmm. um yeah just literally like our four hour FaceTime kind of thing was talking about mm-hmm. that and um just being able to see that in you of like choosing to say okay I don't know I don't know where this may go. Like, your relationship with Brad, I knew, like, you loved him and wanted to be with him, but just not, Mm -hmm. didn't know to what extent. And, um, so just seeing throughout the year how, how much you have, like, actually lived out what you have been praying about, just Mm -hmm. if that can give you, like, any encouragement in that of, I know you feel like you may not know exactly what you're doing all in your life, but, like, there's still, like, there's definitely fruit in it, even if you don't see it or feel it in a way yeah totally yeah Brad and I's story is so much of that if Mm -hmm. I knew when I was healthy I knew I wanted to be with him without a doubt and Mm -hmm. then when I was fearful I was so afraid of what if this doesn't work out and he was so gracious throughout all of that but yeah yeah just choosing I had to choose in those fearful moments of what if this doesn't work out what if we're wrong because 
there's no guarantee with anything was sort of my mindset. Yeah. I had to choose, okay, I trust that the Lord has brought us here, and I trust that we've sought after the Lord through this whole thing, and I trust that this is good Mm -hmm. because I know it. I know it to be good. And mm-hmm. Becca, actually, who I just, my latest podcast, I interviewed her. She gave me this analogy once of when you are stuck out at sea and there's no land around you, you're just water all everywhere you look and you're stranded there. It would be very tempting to start to believe that land isn't real because you mm-hmm. can't see it. You can't, mm-hmm. you, you're starting to like lose sight of it just in your memory as well Mm -hmm. and so that would be very tempting to believe yeah that's not real but if you sit and you think back to those moments that you know to be true then you can trust that land is real Mm. even though you can't see it and that just resonated with me so much because that was the case I was like when I can sit and think of what I know to be true and that was that Brad and I were good together and that Mm -hmm. we loved each other and that we wanted the same things Mm -hmm. in marriage then I knew that to be true and then when I was in those anxious moments which would be me out like stranded at sea Mm -hmm. it was tempting to think well what if what if that wasn't true and I was able to like had to ground myself of just stepping away from that fear and towards trust of no this is what I actually know to be true and Mm -hmm. this fear is not of the Lord because that's not how he operates and so I can trust that that fear is not truth so it's not my truth. Not uh, not like in a weird. Um, what's the word? People, I feel like that's like a new, new age thing to say is yeah. like your truth. Your truth. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not in that way, but just truth. That's mm-hmm. not true. That's not what the Lord has proven true to yeah. me. So yeah. Oh my gosh! And just also like, and this is something I talked about on my podcast this past week and. Like, self-talk and Mm self-encouragement is so Mm -hmm. incredibly hard for me. And I always um, thought it was good to deprive myself of it because um, pride always would, like, kind of bubble up in my head and I'd get more, I'd feel, I don't know, I I thought I would, like, think I was better than everyone because I already struggle with that. I'm already super judgmental. Um, And so if I build myself up more, then how is that going to help anybody? Um, but, and just in the process, I, through like telling myself I didn't need the encouragement, I, it, you know, so that's just like the self-talk and all of that too, like speaking literally the truth that may not seem real at all in that moment. And, um, even my friend that I was telling you about that I've been kind of trying to encourage her of just like she's been struggling with her relationship with God and it's just like I know you may not believe that God's there and that he's good but you have to speak that over yourself like Mm -hmm. I know it sucks and I've been there like the I don't want to say that like God no God's not there I don't feel him but um say it and keep saying it until like it actually resonates and kind of rests in you in some way or another yeah because if you don't speak it then your head's just gonna fill up with all the other crap that Right. Satan wants you to hear, which is yeah. he's stupid and makes me mad. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, that was so good. I loved both of those. Okay. And I'm pretty sure that was exactly what you said before. So yeah. I loved that because I did like what you said before, even though I couldn't remember exactly what you said. <laughs> <laughs> like, I liked whatever it was. Whatever yeah, it was, I, I think, loved it. I think it was very similar. I think that was just a slightly... 
not even more concise, but more precise. I think I was yes. floundering a little bit last time. I'm yeah. Like, what am I saying? Yeah. So, no. Glad it was I got good. it together. It was good. <laughs> Get your together. <laughs> Have you uh, seen Bridesmaids? Oh, yeah. Okay. For sure. <laughs> the tennis part when she's like, yes, Carol. Carol. <laughs> Quote that all the so time. Good. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show again and just yes, recording course. again and <laughs> being a good friend even though I've never met you in my entire life <laughs> yes oh it's been so fun to be on your or just chat with you twice even though it's just for one recording yeah but no it's been such a blast and I always have so much fun talking to you I know we need to like maybe see if we can do like once a month we come on each other's yeah, that'd be fun <laughs> You come What's on one it? of my chip chats, and yeah. we do, since you do yours bi-weekly, right? I do, yeah. We just do, like, a little surprise, whoop, in the middle. <laughs> your monthly stuff. <laughs> your monthly stuff. Call it that. Then you're my monthly, monthly, monthly. <laughs> monthly Kirsten. There we go. Got it. Oh, Got it. Man. Okay. Awesome. Get some rest after your crazy week. Yes. Enjoy your well. Monday off. Thank you. Well, before y'all sign off, I have some news for you. This is the last week of season one for Good Good Talks. Um, Yeah, I just really think that this season one has been such a great experience and I can't wait for season two to begin, but I really need a good chunk of time to find what best serves um, this podcast, the best way to serve you guys as listeners and connect more with you guys and connect more with what you guys want to hear. So stay tuned. It's not going to be long. It will be four weeks max before I get to second. No, that's a lie. Let's give myself six weeks. Okay, guys, Um, six weeks max before the second um, season that episode comes out. and, but I promise, I promise I'll be back and hopefully better than ever of just more with you guys, just having you guys fill um, this conversation rather than having it just be my words and nothing else. So love you guys. Thank you for connecting. Feel free to connect with me on Instagram or my blog or anything. It's just Gwen underscore Lynn on Instagram or GwenLynn.com is my blog. Guys, I just want to connect so badly. So, yeah, you know where I'm at. And thanks again for all your help and your support. And I'll see you next time.